0: Alright, I didn't know this until recently, but um, did you know yellow and red peppers are just ripened green peppers?
1: They're all the no. same pepper. They're all the same They're pepper? They're all
0: the same pepper. I, I, I found this out recently. Green peppers are like the, the least mature, and then it goes up, you know, down the lake, so it's, 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 it's green yellow and then red oh come on i'm not kidding that's made up no 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 it's like a traffic I know, light I, by I know i know but i, I <laughs> looked it up it is actually true like like the yellow is in between like the being ripe and and not ripe at all which is hilarious i think it's hilarious but um yeah yeah i found this out recently uh someone told me it, it, it and i was like what the hell i think it might have been jonathan honestly so
1: imparting knowledge and shout out to <laughs> jq uh yeah. cue to music um, Welcome to Pop Culture Quintessentials with Cubed, a very different version of it. Um, There's only two of us. It's going to be a quasi-Cubed version of this, as I called it. Very
0: interesting to see uh, what me and Ruben and our dynamic is without Jonathan's is going to be like. So I'm excited. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy the episode.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm Ruben Kiros. I am one-third of Cubed and I am here with... The other person is in the (laughs) room. Yeah,
0: the the second, the the, the other third of Cubed. uh, Sadly, it's only two-thirds today instead of a a full hole, but it's fun. JQ
1: (laughs) is busy preparing for a trip overseas. Yes, Um,
0: we will not disclose where because... Uh, yes, we want to keep it confidential yes, and we uh, keep of him course, safe, of obviously. Of course. Important,
1: important, uh, very important. It may
0: or may not be France or Europe or something like that. I don't know. It may or may not may, be. May or may not be. May or may not I mean, be, I mean, like, there's, include there's like, a, stocks Italy or the UK. There's so many continents in the world. I mean, like, he could be going to Africa for all we know. You know? He could for be replacing Boris know. Johnson in it's, England, exactly. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you think he stepped down recently and why do you think Jonathan's is is all It's all
1: connected, man. Jonathan has a UK citizenship and parliament. The Tory majority is going to appoint Jonathan yep, as yep. the leader of the UK. Surprise! So, surprise! The uh, announcements
0: here it's crazy. It's crazy. The Tories are, are maybe you know, in up, up they're going to upheave and up uh, like uproar and freaking I don't know uh, get angry at this, but uh, yeah, Jonathan's going to be the, the next leader. I hope you guys are fine with that. I yeah. hope you're
1: all hyped.
0: Um, <laughs> so ba- We're basically,
1: it's going to be a truncated episode, I think, but we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff we've watched recently because there's a lot that's come out so this much, summer. So much, so um, much. And we thought, you know, even though Jonathan can't be here, uh, at least, you know, talk about what we have actually watched. Yeah. We yeah. will save Obi-Wan for when Jonathan's back with us. Because um, he, he did watch that with us. Because he did watch that with us um i enjoyed it spoiler alert there
0: i enjoyed it as well i I will say that some of the episodes felt like filler but we can talk about that more in the episode uh where we actually will you know unpack everything okay that is right
1: um and really quick uh i want to mention um james con passed away yesterday and he was a great actor um i've loved his work uh
0: only knew him in, from two roles the elf godfather, and godfather uh, misery is great with him it's as a, that's well that's a complete spectrum right there you know from elf to Godfather.
1: he had a lot of rage um <laughs> he had this gravitas whenever he was on screen like you wanted to lean in and like listen to what he had to say because everything he would say would sound important yeah 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 it's yeah. that quality that's rare with actors
0: exactly yeah like um Yeah, it's just like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the dialogue was like, I don't know, you just wanted to listen to the guy, kind of, you know, and like it was impactful and uh, he put a lot of emotion to his role, so.
1: And he would elevate whatever material he always liked he had. Like, I don't think Misery would have been as good. You got to watch that. It's uh, really good. Kathy Bates is also in it. She's great as well. Um, But I don't think that would have been as good if he wasn't playing that offer role in Misery. I don't want to give that movie away um but he well, will from be, what i saw him yeah. like
0: the conciliary you know the conciliary from uh, godfather you know being that person and uh, i just i his role there in the movie i mean all great even though he's I don't, I don't know if i don't want to spoil the movie if you haven't seen it but like yes he does uh you know get massacred or whatever we'll say it like that uh, <laughs> so it's a little vague and we're in uh, i don't know uh, so we're like circumventing the actual what actually happened and you have to think about what actually happened yes he gets killed <laughs> yeah
1: but that yeah but I, I don't know the entire role he has you really feel that impact in the movie yeah, when that happens as well for sure his acting throughout the entire movie is great yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah uh, james com will be missed uh he lived a full life thankfully um but yeah he also played the dad
0: in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. No way. Yes, he did. Flint Walkwood's Lockwood's dad. Are you seriously? Like was that big mustache dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the, the missing with,
1: eyes? Yeah,
0: okay. No, no yeah, 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 yeah. With the missing eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. He, like, two, there was, like, two shots where, like, he was surprised or some shit like that. And the eyes, and, like, were eyes would Yeah, it was pretty funny. Okay, okay I gotta get it. <laughs> the animation, ad, animation and animators of that movie, you know, pretty pretty good. Yeah, props to them. Prop to, props, props to, to them. them. But, Random props to Cloudy and the Chance of Meatball animators. <laughs> shout out to uh, them. Who animated that stuff in, like, probably 13 years 13 later. 13 years ago. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, no, James <laughs> Conn was also great in a voice role. Like, he was a very versatile actor. He could do sure. pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, I, I, know he's done some comedies and I haven't watched that, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just wanted to give him a shout out. Uh, I hope our thoughts are with his family right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I am grateful for all the entertainment he's brought mm-hmm. and, oh, duh, I've seen a comedy of his Elf.
0: Yeah. Elf. Yeah. yeah that's what yeah, We v- have seen a comedy. <laughs> <me>. I literally <laughs> yeah, said a no, full spectrum. Yeah.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Full You're right. <laughs> no, he did do, he did everything. He did everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah and his work know, will continue in to entertain misery like, oh misery is, oh, misery is kind okay. of a thriller like horror. a thriller war. okay um yeah. yeah but he will be missed um and his work will be enjoyed for generations to come yeah for sure um that's it in regards to news um nothing else jumps out at us um, oh, Seth Green got his monkey back. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> He's, Why, how much
0: did he spend? How much did I told you, him, like, Seth Green yeah. paid
1: an uh, update to one of our end of podcast comedy stories. Seth yeah. Green was able to buy his eight pack from the... Random Twitter user who bought it from the thief. Um, <laughs> so he bought it for three hundred thousand. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, and oh I think the God. user spent two hundred thousand or one hundred fifty. Either way, he made like a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand dollars net profit Jeez. out of like this stolen NFT that he bought. Oh so good God. business for the individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now Seth Green gets to go forward with his TV show with animated uh, NFT monkey. That's that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna be. I think I looked up a trailer online. I, I think I showed it to you as well. It does not look good. It looks terrible. It looks awful. Was that, that like, a...
1: I think that was, like, a proof of concept. I don't think they've actually filmed the actual... Or
0: animated it, like, fully, either. Not yet, no. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it was, like, a little, like, teaser or something like that. Um... Yeah, if you're asking where I, fo- I saw it, it was like on YouTube. It's like s- sketchy video quality. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it was like in a stadium. Yeah, it was like for some event or something. It was some yeah. event. It was yeah. some
1: convention or something, yeah. and they were showing like a proof of concept to yeah. investors. Maybe it was like some <laughs> crypto convention. <or> something. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where
0: else? Where else would uh, that trailer, like a teaser trailer, like that play? You know, about a cryptocurrency. You know, uh, a monkey bought from crypto. You know, NFT yeah uh <laughs> like no one would care about that other than in that convention so i think
1: nfts are a ripoff uh i want to once again hammer that i don't, point I don't understand them 100 percent. so you know, basically it's... um it's a piece of art yeah i'm gonna probably butcher this explanation. Yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> a piece of art um that someone makes Right. And then you sell the original copy of that with a digital code. Yeah. So the person who buys that original art piece owns it because they have the original code. That's that's dumb. (laughs) That's dumb. I'm sorry and then people like joke and screenshot Cause, and yeah, yeah, exactly, profile yeah. pictures because you can have it anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah. like the only like thing because is like you have measure. the code like i own it because i have the code it's, it's
0: online you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like, the, you'd it's have to stupid, literally man. be policing your own work like if you buy a, an nft you'd have to be the, pol- the police you have to be the police <laughs> you have to go around like yeah, suing it's, people it's just like it, it just it's just ridiculous like, too much work um yeah not for me not for you. Yeah. Not for me either. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs>
1: um but yeah, that's it in the way of news. I don't think there's anything that interesting um uh, that's yeah. come out. Not um, not really. I'm trying to think Guy Ritchie announced he's doing Hercules. He's the guy who directed Aladdin. Uh eh, we'll see. For Disney. Mm, Disney's doing their own live-action Hercules because they're doing live-action everything else. I don't
0: know how to feel about that, seriously. Uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Some of them have been hits. Some of them have been misses. We'll (sighs) see. I liked Aladdin. I thought Aladdin was decent.
0: Will Smith killed it as the genie did something completely different. He did do something completely different. Um, The genie usually has to kill it in the Aladdin But uh, I feel like the live-action Disney movies that work are the
1: ones that take risks instead of just remaking the... Same, actually, same, same movie. Thing. Like yes. Jungle Book was a completely different movie. Bro, Lion King. Lion King this, was a it's freaking. It's literally
0: the same thing. It's oh. still
1: literally the same movie. <laughs> it's the same movie with the tech. I think John. I've said this to you. I think John Favreau to get Mandalorian made. Yeah. They told him make Lion King with the tech they used for Jungle Book. So I don't so, think his soul was in that one. Yeah, it was. Just no, weird. It, it
0: was uh, I don't know. It was dry. It, it, it lacked emotion. like I don't know. It's like, technically
1: the most expensive animated movie ever made because really? there's no live action elements oh, right, in it. Yeah. It's all like animated.
0: Yeah, which, which it's is, it, yeah, it's a cool It looks great. I mean, I like, think it looks great. I wish but, the animals could emote, though. They yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't have emotion. It's like you, you don't see like the facial expression in like the cartoon animated uh, movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't. It's literally just them, like the the lions looking like they, they like lions from real life but that can talk basically exactly. and they don't have any emotion i mean like it's it's weird it's honestly a worse version it's just the worst and inferior version of the lion king that came out uh with better i guess graphics we'll say yeah nothing
1: <laughs> nothing about it was better besides obviously the text improved yeah. but even then like some of the shots you get in that original 2D 1994 lion king yeah way better than anything you see oh, here yeah, but that's cuz like You could use more artistry and creativity. Here they had to, like, make it look like a nature documentary with the same plot. It's weird.
0: It's very weird. Um, I don't get it. I I think that was a part of some contract Uh, John Favreau had to, like. 100%. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but
1: I think Hercules will see. I guess Little Mermaid's coming out next year. They filmed it already. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You got Pinocchio later this year. I guess a teaser how for many, that came out. How many out.
0: Pinocchio... I mean, like, there was two animated movies that came so out this year. So, this year right? you're getting...
1: You got the really weird Pinocchio. Uh, yeah. You got gay Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, we,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. We <laughs> that, that came out.
1: Um, every, that was a meme for a while. Father, when can I leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious. hilarious. That came out. Um, I've never watched it. I have no desire to watch yeah. that piece it, of crap.
0: It, 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 it th- I think they just, like... They uh for the recording of all the lines, they just went one 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 try. One try. <laughs> it was literally it sounded like that the, the acting shore, baby. the <laughs> acting sound is so bad in uh, some part. I I don't know. It's it does it did not look good. Even in the trailers, they didn't even try to like like make it see like, you know. Uh, oh, they didn't cut a trailer yeah. to make it look good. No, they could They, they cut like, to make we it They can't hide it. how bad this no.
1: is. It's like a foreign film that they dubbed in English. Okay. So I think that's probably uh, it. yeah, probably. Sometimes it, people yeah. put effort into those dubs, and sometimes they just don't give a crap yeah. for a shit yep. at all. Um. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. But, yeah, uh, sure.
1: yeah, there's that. There's Disney's Pinocchio. Robert Zemeckis. I mean, I'm curious about it. Uh, uh Tom Hanks playing Geppetto. Yeah. Um, I think Ewan McGregor is voice. No, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, sorry, is voicing Jiminy Cricket. I don't know who's playing Pinocchio. Yeah,
0: you said Robert Zemeckis, right? The director of, like, uh, Back, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, Future right. uh,
1: okay. Cast Away... Uh, that, 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 does it, that
0: does make it interesting, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's a unique director, but his yeah.
1: recent stuff's been kind of eh, I haven't seen his last movie. I think it's his last movie, but it's like the Steve Carell movie. You probably saw was a trailer. She... It's like Welcome to Marwin. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, him. Yeah, like, know. he's been kind of hit and miss lately. Damn. Um, that's, that's, I guess, that's unfortunate was Sully him? I don't remember if Sully was Robertson Zemeckis. Anyway. Uh, um, <laughs> but there's that one, and then there's a stop-motion Guillermo del Toro movie coming out in oh. December on Netflix. Oh, Netflix, and I that's love, the yeah, one I'm the most stuff. excited from. Yeah. For, you know?
0: Is it is it like a, is it like a like a horror film or is it?
1: uh I, it's a horror, and I think like Pan's Labyrinth it's going to be like a commentary on uh, a military. Certain, uh, oh, okay. Military, military time. In, like, okay. Yeah. in
0: Spain specifically, or I think it's Spain. And, no, Italy maybe. Yeah. i have to i have to look it up yeah. i remember
1: reading it in an interview yeah okay. um, right. a while back but i don't remember it i don't have it off the top of my head right now i don't want to spread misinformation so yeah, on the true, project so the
0: last movie he made was that was that um Germo shape of water, was shape of water. water? yeah 2018 was yeah that dang it's been, been a, while. a while Been a minute yeah so yeah it's good it's, and with it's how good. animated
1: movies have been this year who knows maybe this will be the surprise and it'll freaking steal the academy award next year um maybe yeah, but beyond that, I don't think there's any movie news to talk about. Mm. Um, so we're gonna talk about what we've seen in the last month and a half. We've seen a lot of stuff. A lot uh, of quite stuff.
0: a few things. Do you like wanna start with the good stuff or the or start with the let's, bad let's ones? Let's start with the bad stuff. I think. Oh, All actually, right. wait, wait, no, because we usually rant on the bad stuff. Maybe we should start with the good stuff i don't we'll know we'll stick
1: the bad one in between
0: so okay <laughs> that's good that's good let's start with a review Compromise. so
1: we got around uh jacob and i jonathan hasn't seen it yet so this is why we're taking this opportunity to talk about it yep. uh we saw the newest season of stranger things
0: yes so um uh, so it. good I love it. after a three-year wait yep. uh wow. it was worth it i mean i think there was, was it all like partially because of the pandemic or like... so
1: yes they were started to film it in like march of 2020 mm. And then they had to stop a couple weeks in because of the pandemic. Yeah, so they had like most of it filmed before. So I watched interviews with the Duffer Brothers. They had like half the scripts done and they started filming it. But then during the stoppage, they were able to finish writing all the scripts. Yeah. And then tweak them a little bit, and then that's go good, back to that's film. That's good, like, um, good. <laughs> and apparently they had never done that for another season of Stranger Things before. Um, basically, sometimes they, they walk in like four yeah. scripts and then they're writing as they're filming as well. Okay, yeah. Um, but I think this... It works, having, it work, re- having it really... Having it really, really done. All I mean, like thoroughly they really done. Yeah, it's just... They were able to hammer it all down. Oh, like, yeah. So what I really love about what Stranger Things has done, especially this season, they've done it in like past seasons to a lesser degree, but just... All the concurrent storylines that are going on at once. Um, there's For a sure, Russia yeah. storyline. There's a California storyline. There's the Hawkins crew mm-hmm. still, and basically in each episode, you're getting a couple beats in each of these storylines yep. advancing slowly. Um,
0: but I, I think I, I haven't watched the show, but you said it was like a lot like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. the
1: good the good seasons of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. the early on like two, three, four you have a bunch of characters and you'd have those storylines advancing incrementally, slowly, slowly, slowly. Mm. You feel in the forward momentum in them, but yeah. you're not getting like full resolution
0: until towards the end of the season where yeah, exactly. everything comes to a head. It's almost like an anthology type thing. going on yeah. within, the within, the show. within the show and with characters you yeah.
1: care about yep. because the characters are expertly written to the point where you're like, you care about what happens to each one of them. And there's like, 15 yeah. different characters. It's because they
0: they really developed the character, even, like, well, before the season, but, like, they added a new character this season, Eddie. Yes. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, they developed this character over, what, like, nine episodes, and, like... I mean, it's great. I mean, like, it's, it just goes to show, like, the the, uh, the amount of talent that the uh, writers have with, like, creating new characters and implementing them with the already established cast. So The
1: writing's on point, the cast. I mean, all these the young actors are all coming into their own. Yeah. It's insane seeing them grow up from, like, season one when they were still kids and now they're young adults. Yep. So now they have more skills and tools in their arsenals that they're able to implement in these scenes and really hit the emotional beat um like caleb who plays lucas Doug, Ga- galen who plays dustin sadie who plays
0: uh max yeah i don't know i don't know all their names but you i guess you do <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean they, they, those three in particular really shined this season yes
0: oh 100 i would yeah i agree with that uh lucas was a little frustrating first few episodes or so i, I just thought like I don't know. that was like, part of the character. That was part of the character. I'm yeah, glad. I, really, the arc he's on. I, I, thought, I thought, like, see, some of his choices and decisions were, like, a little too stupid. But then eventually you could see, like, you know, he was kind of, like, using the people or, like, trying to, like, you know, distract them or, like, uh, veer the uh, – there was this group in the show. I don't want – like, this. Is, I'm, I'm speaking in a vague form, but there's yeah. a group in a show where he's a, he's a part of, you know, he's, he wants to be a part of the popular crowd. This is part of his arc. And stuff like that, and um, yeah, on the basketball team. On the basketball team, yeah. Yeah. And so he doesn't want to like lose their, uh, you know, trust, respect, and all that stuff. Uh, So he stays with them for like first two episodes and stuff like that. And uh, you know, they eventually want to kill one of the characters. I won't say which one, I guess, for now um and lucas keeps on going along with them and like he's like okay yeah it's fine it's fine it's fine he's like keeps lying to them about like who he actually is and then like (laughs) it's just frustrating it's just frustrating you know and i was like man he can't be this stupid you know what i mean but like you see how it works out in the end like it definitely does i just it was just a complaint that i had though while i was watching i was like ah frustration
1: And the other thing about this form of storytelling where, like, there's multiple storylines that eventually converge in certain ways is if you don't stick the landing, the entire lead-up eventually feels soured. Mm -hmm. Um, But since they stuck the landing, I believe, with those last two episodes that came out, the volume two of this season, I feel like the season as a whole, as a package, works great. Yes. And it's something I'm going to revisit at some point. For sure. Um, Even though... Like it's, kind of, it's difficult it, it's nine movies basically it's, it's, yeah, it's like it's, an hour they're all over an hour fifteen yeah. which is insane but just, they all fly by especially 15. the finale is two hours twenty minutes mm-hmm. and that just flew by because the, the, the pacing was great all, each character you understand what you're, you're in, doing you're invested, you're invested in at this yeah, point yeah I
0: mean like it doesn't matter like the amount of time as long as it's good the quality the quality is like it carries the uh, the story itself and like it doesn't matter how long something might be or an episode might be, as long as the, the like you're riveted to the screen, you know, or like it's just captivating. You're just I don't know, like you don't want to move anywhere. It doesn't matter how long it is. Seriously, that's how I felt at the end anyway.
1: Yeah, and I like it's become more of a horror show at this point. Yeah, and I think that's partially because. They're not kids anymore, so you can put them in more danger exactly, without yeah. you know it being the stakes. Discussing for the have, uh,
0: have grown for sure since first season.
1: So. Yeah, you've gone to uh, from a, a kid gone missing. Yeah, um, to basically uh, high stakes, worlds at stake, um, perhaps an apocalypse is yeah. afoot yep. type of stakes. Exactly, uh, which is insane. There's going to be one more season after this. Um, I'm excited to see how it wraps
0: up. Yeah, same going to be interesting to see how they i, I mean they they oh my god I, I i love this season because it ties up a lot of loose ends i feel like from the from like prior all the quite like some questions that you have not all the questions but most of the they questions left some you, of them for no, the, yeah, last yeah last for the last season but most of the questions that you have uh i feel like this this like almost puts everything like nice and and you know like tidy and in a bow kind of you know what i mean
1: yeah they reveal the big bad of the show yep. in this season i exactly. don't want to spoil it like I've said. Um, but the way they do it, the way they explain it, the way it's shot, mm. um, it's really compelling. And you buy it immediately. Yep. Yeah. Even though it's a retcon, I doubt they had all of this in mind when they yeah. originally wrote the show. They probably had some of it I in mind. I was
0: surprised if, like by how well it was written because it it feels like they had it all... like you know it, does, out, it all because like it, it fits piece, yeah. so well together i mean like i i don't know i'm just so surprised that like everything worked you know what i mean like they found a way to like connect the first to the second season to the third and then like to a central like person of central villain you know what i mean or like a like an enemy uh like an like someone antithetical to to 11 you know yeah. and so like it's just so it's so good i just love i love the the build up and um, you know, all that they, they did in this season, the writing so it's just incredible. Yeah, Eleven, how
1: they explore her backstory, the mechanism they used to do that, was yeah, really yeah. well done. Really well done. Um, and but Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown has always killed it. Um, I guess my one complaint of this season, if I had one, was mm. maybe Will and Mike didn't have enough to do, and Jonathan... Yeah, up, yeah, I think, yeah. That... They didn't have as much to do here, and I hope in the last season that's rectified a bit, and they have a more central
0: role in the because for conflict. sure I, I i for sure felt at times it was just like okay like you know like moving from one uh part of the store like someone else's like arc in the season to like their arc to the just cal- like, moving from that from, russia yeah, or hawkins, russia, to, hawkins to, the to that california group, yeah. arc i was just like I don't want to see. I'm not interested in this. Like it's just like this feels like filler. It, it, felt like, it felt like it felt yeah. like uh it felt like levity, and exactly. I, I feel and I feel know, like, like it worked. It did work because you needed
1: levity because the Hawkins and Russia stuff for the most part, with a few yeah. exceptions, was all downer, and I guess they used yeah. this part of the story think, and these characters and Argyle, the yeah. guy, the surfer pizza guy, yes, yeah. as a way to bring comedic relief to each episode because
0: the 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 hardest part of like making a, a show where like it's moving from one storyline to another you know is just like keeping the stakes even in each storyline oh that's hard because like you know you if you get too overly invested in one then when you get back to the other you're just like i don't want to you're zoning yeah, out i'm a bit. zoning out a bit i i just want to know what happens like you know what i mean so yeah. it takes a level of like understanding and uh, of the audience and like you know what I mean like so it's a lot of it's a lot to juggle I think it's a lot it, to juggle I think they pull it off it did pull it off for well, the most part I would say guy. like there were moments that, like, there's little, little little hiccups little, little hiccups where it just like eh, the Nothing, stakes didn't feel like, as high but here, you is know? this is
1: one of my favorite seasons of television ever and I think one of the big parts of that is because the characters are true to themselves they never feel out of character mm-hmm. throughout like the I think 12 13 hours of television you're watching the characters all feel consistent the stakes are there uh, once they get there in like the second episode they remain for the entire ride, Yep. like yep. for the rest of the season for sure. there's a little bit of build up that first episode's just building building it's building just, just showing build them up, like where where they're at in their normal lives, and it just keeps building and then once you reach the climax at the end of that first episode and that event happens at the end of the first episode, you know what I'm talking about. about. Um, But once that happens, the season's just a ride until the end. Yep, yep, Um,
0: for sure. Uh, It's a driving force to the rest of the season. There's a driving force. There are
1: stakes. You feel like this is the end game of the show, Um, the first half of, like, an ending, um the it's their empire strikes back yeah. and as an uh, audience War, yeah, as it's an, their season like that yeah, exactly. not to spoil exactly what happens or who dies or what happens but it basically it's left with that point where they're at a low point by the end of the season and you're like oh wow how are they going to get out of this Yep
0: yeah exactly um and i i just think as an audience member like you just feel so satisfied and fulfilled with what they did you know what i mean like yeah. what they're doing and like what they set up know because this fifth season does feel like okay at least like you know i think there are shows that go on and on and on and on you know several seasons like there's there should have they should have ended like an earlier season but like this i love it when shows set themselves up so perfectly for a finale you know what i mean because like it's it's just like i don't know it, it, it all the parts fit together and stuff like that and it's it's just so satisfying as an like a person in the audience just like like seeing the product of uh, writers and directors and actors like, and you know like it's it at least it all, it builds the show the show itself like whatever show it might be that has this like definitive ending builds up to a climax and that climax is just so satisfying as as a as a viewer now and, I, and I, I I say this. Be- with uh because i'm kind of comparing this right now to like breaking bad because that was why wa- i we I re- recently watched breaking bad ruben and i yeah and i just felt like the show that show specifically just keeps building and building up like there's not there's a the metamorphosis of a character over time is basically what the show is and and, and they they set up the premise f- from the get-go from the first episode and you just see how he changes as a person and stuff like that but like the like the ending like you know when you're close to the end in the show like you know when the climax is and stuff like that and it, it just i just love when shows build themselves up to like an ending that is memorable i uh, yep yep it's built up that way this was yeah. truly this phrase is used a lot it was the beginning of the
1: end yep um it really paid off a lot of what came before but at the same time set up the characters for this epic ending, which I imagine is going to be insane when it finally comes out in two to three years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I really hope it's not longer than that. I, um, I hope so too. But honestly, I'd give this season a nine and a half out of 10, personally.
0: Yes, uh, nine and a half or 10, honestly. I, I I, I'm close I to a 10 on this one. I this just, might be I, one I, of my I favorite seasons. It. I know of there's television. some people saying, like, oh, like, I, I don't know, like, they said that the third season was probably better than the fourth. I don't know what they're they're talking third about. Third season was great as well. Third season was great, but like this season is just like, I, like I said, everything fits so perfectly. They tie up loose ends. You get more invested in the story itself. More emotions put in as a, like a per, person from the audience. Like great soundtrack, great soundtrack, and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, visually, it's just pleasing. All that, all that is to say, like this, this is almost perfect. I feel as as a show, as a season, this is as perfect as a season can get. Almost. yep
1: the use of uh, running up that hill by kate bush which yeah. became a hit again crazy and then uh, metallica's uh song master of puppets in the last episode as well yeah yeah uh, guitar sequence Dope. those two sequences in the season i'm going to be thinking about for a long time yes because yes. it's just it's that great use of music where mm. you know like, the and, music is in uh, the forefront but mm-hmm. it's not overbearing oh uh-huh. like to the point where it's taking you out of it because you're like oh my gosh this music's just here and it's just but like, noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean but it, it like fits. it
0: adds emotion to the scene or yeah. something like that or exactly like, it fits perfectly it's like a like what james gunn is good at doing in his movies you know what I mean? james I mean, gunn he's is he's an pretty, expert he's at an this, expert you know? at that you know what i mean like at the end of guardians 2 when like you hear uh fleetwood max the chain you know, um, when uh, Chris Pratt, I'm just getting goosebumps, like thinking about it again. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, like just the the, the rhythm and the, the beat, like, you know, through the rocks and like the rocks are glowing and shit like that. And it's like the final battle against ego. Uh, it, just like the use of music in that. And I'm just making this comparison, trying to draw a line similarity between the two. Or when
1: the Pixies, hey, yeah. going to James Gunn as well as yeah. you, when they're walking up to the building in the suicide yeah. squad and they're walking through the rain. Yep. Yeah. Um, exactly. Just building yeah. that atmosphere. Um, yeah, much different than, say, something like the original Suicide Squad from 2016, <laughs> sure. which had that terrible soundtrack that just freaking just yeah. played a bunch of hits over Or scenes. another
0: bad uh, case was uh, the new, uh, what was that new movie that they, they made, Disney made, uh, with like... Uh... Cruella, DeVille. Oh, yeah, Cruella. Yeah, Corella. yes. Yeah, oh, yeah God. The, the use Last of year, music yeah. in that, like, it takes you, it takes you out of oh, the it, story. It, yeah, it, it's, there's way it's, too much of it. It's way too much. It, it is overbearing, for sure. So, like, those are, those are uses of good <laughs> music or, like, music that's, uh, I guess, like, was uh, in, the, in, like, pop culture and, like, was mainstream, like, in the 70s and 80s. And music, uh, you know, used in the bad way, you know? In a, in, in it's movie. hard to
1: do, and I think they pulled it off for Stranger Things. I just yeah. wanted to yeah. mention that real oh, for quick. Sure.
0: Yeah, I think they did. I think, I think
1: they did. Um, another thing we watched recently, well, relatively recently, we watched Jurassic World Dominion getting into the bad thing we watched recently. We watched this at the drive-in just like I forgot Top about, Gun.
0: I forgot about this movie. Oh my god. It's it's a, we said, we only got to do it, a couple until minutes. You said it. Oh, God. Damn. <laughs>
1: um, it's. It's not good. No, uh, there's not much to talk about here. No, but this
0: not. one we're gonna spoil because I don't give a crap. I don't give a crap. If you if you if you actually give a damn that we spoil this movie, what is your taste? What is <laughs> like? Actually, like what do, what what other movies do you like? Like if you if you like this, if you genuinely enjoy this movie, I don't it's know. It's fine. It's think, as a turn off your mind blockbuster for, God, other God, people, for other people for other
1: people whatever but you can't
0: turn off your mind though cause the story's so bad so basically (laughs) it's not not like Godzilla or King Kong where you're like you're visually stimulated every second what sucks is in Fallen
1: Kingdom they set up this story where like dinosaurs are now roaming the human world and you could do a cool big story with that um, the trafficking of dinosaurs, the tracking down of dinosaurs, because you have Chris Pratt in the beginning tracking Inter- down the dinosaurs. Interesting a
0: stuff. Interesting Actually, stuff. But interesting what
1: you stuff. do instead is basically this company called, I think, Engine, Engine um, is basically uh, creating locusts to eat the mm-hmm. world's food supply, except for the ones that have their pesticide on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this isn't even that big of a spoiler, because you learn this in the first five minutes, and then the rest of the movie... Is the original trio, which is Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Ian Malcolm's uh, Jeff Goldblum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! I used the actor's name until I got yeah, to yeah, yeah. freaking uh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum that's for funny. Um, <laughs> I mean that tells you he fades into the role oh yeah that's yeah. A, <laughs> the one good All right, the, right. the super lining in the movie is All honestly right. just... I'm gonna be I'm, gonna, I'm
1: using the actual okay so <laughs> Alan Grand Adley Sattler and Ian Malcolm played by the trio of Sam Neill Laura Dern and uh, Jeff Goldblum they're basically trying to uh, find evidence that they can show the public so they can show what they already know. Yeah. It's not even a mystery, it's which not. I think that was one of the biggest mistakes in that storyline. So
0: it's so dumb because they take you it, it's like it's so it's painstakingly slow. That's the thing. It's because you know what it is from the get-go, and from the beginning, and then like like they're just like trying to slowly reveal it in the movie or something sh- some shit like that like with like clues and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it so doesn't make sense. Those characters
1: That's have that storyline. And on the other side you have Chris Pratt uh Chris Pratt's Owen, and then uh, Bryce Dias, Dallas is Howard's character. I do not remember I her th- character. Claire. Claire. Claire.
0: Claire. Claire yeah.
1: uh, basically, they're going off on a globetrotting adventure to try to get uh, their adopted daughter back, who's the clone of the one
0: of the scientists. The clone of the daughter, the daughter of John of... Hammond. Yep. Yep. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Which is I don't remember her name.
1: Basically, uh, because I think the evil corporation wants to use her to cure diseases, and then uh, Doctor Wu. Um, Who freaking changed completely between movies? He was a villain in the last one. He was like a a good guy off the bat at the beginning (laughs) of this one. Um, But he's trying Uh, to use her genes uh, to kill the locust. And I know this because he literally tells the audience five times. Yep, yep, yep. Like like, half his dialogue in the (laughs) movie is saying, Oh, I'm going to kill the locust
0: using this little girl's DNA. Uh, he says, yeah, he does say it like three or four times, th- or some shit like that. And like, he has a, he has a presentation, you know, in his office that is repeats, r- repeats what he says. repeats what he says. It's literally him betraying the company. And he has that on, like, file. Like, <laughs> like on the company's <laughs> call computer. The computer.
1: And like, like while am- it's playing for the little girl, he's <laughs> talking to the big boss. <laughs> and The big boss could look back at any moment and it's like, wait, what? Is exactly. that creamy? What? It's like, what a dumbass. <laughs> Come on. And then eventually, in the last 20 minutes, these two plots intersect, and then there's. Yeah. Freaking dinosaurs trying to eat him for random reasons. Yep. This is basically the only dinosaur action in the movie. I think one person dies because of a dinosaur in this movie. Yeah. It's, it's like it's one of the monsters in die, right? Malta. Yeah. Oh, that guy like on oh. the fighting ring? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like he falls in and they eat his head.
0: I thought I thought the guy uh with the shaving cream should, you know. Oh right? he did die. Yeah, that dude. Okay, as there is well. two there's, there's two, two there's deaths.
1: Two dinosaur deaths which is not much yeah quite honestly no
0: freaking jurassic park movie and with the dinosaurs roaming the earth you know what i mean like with without restrictions you know what i mean like <laughs> you would expect a lot more deaths i think
1: I don't even think dinosaurs roaming the earth would be a big issue. They'd probably gun them down or yeah, freaking yeah. drone strike them. Nuke them. No, they'd they on would've... one
0: island and nuke them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the island? No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I don't know. No, basically, this company engines, I guess, gathering up the dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, they deleted the prologue of this movie that played last year with Shit. Fast 9, which I don't know why. Because it was kind of <laughs> cool. If you look it up online, it's a flashback to prehistoric times, and it's the T Rex finding the other dinosaur do not remember the dinosaur's name either um I don't care enough to look it up (laughs) Uh, and then (laughs) it was the sequence sequence of the T-Rex being caught was shown (laughs) at the beginning of the movie originally it was them chasing it through a drive-in theater and they deleted that as well and that was really cool that is cool um and that would have felt like a a little
0: meta it was meta because
1: we watched it at a drive-in theater theater. but instead what they do now the movie starts with them just having this random news reporter give exposition to the audience a news reporter that you have no freaking attachment to and then the worst part of it is the movie ends with the same news reporter giving a monologue Giving resolution, and then it it's ends with shots image. of the dinosaurs integrating themselves with yep. society. Which Basically, is the same, same goddamn shots as the, the last movie. So, <laughs> by the
0: end of it, you're like, Oh, nothing changed. I almost feel it's like it's the you're same gonna, goddamn thing. I feel like they didn't watch the last movie or some shit like that. Maybe they try to like just forget about I don't know. The, the
1: well, director of the first one came back for this one, Colin yeah, Trevorrow. Uh, um, he co-wrote the script, and my Jeez. God, must he not touch another blockbuster movie. I am sorry. <laughs> he was going to originally direct episode nine, but then yes. this movie called Book of Henry came out that was bad. And then Lucasfilm got cold feet and fired him. And then we got the abomination that was Rise of Skywalker instead of his version, which was uh, Duel of the Fates. Yeah. Um, which is an entirely different conversation. It I po- don't want to get off track too much. wouldn't
0: be good either. Because
1: he wrote that as well. It's so now day. I'm like, I don't think that movie would have been as good because the script is the biggest offender here. I, don't know. I feel like you could have made a really interesting movie with all these characters.
0: As long as that script that that version of the script doesn't have Palpatine coming back to life, I feel like I would have enjoyed that version. <sighs> But that is true we're getting on a tangent that is so. a completely yeah. different tangent
1: this movie really pissed me off yeah um yeah. there's also this stupid thing that Jacob and I would laugh at eventually so Chris Brad tra- <laughs> <Yeah>. Chris <laughs> oh Brad trained God. raptors It's what his role was in his was. first movie the one that was actually good yeah cause in, like
0: in it felt sense. like it had
1: full forward, forward yeah. momentum um but Chris Pratt would train raptors by st- and like his big move was sticking out his hand to calm them to calm down, them down. Right? and he does it like twice in that movie. Yeah, he does two or it three times.
0: Two or three time.
1: times. But in this movie, yeah, every single time he's trying to calm down a dinosaur, even if it's not a raptor, he is sticking out his hand. And it's so stupid because so he stupid. hasn't even like
0: trained the dinosaurs either. These how dinosaurs do they know that training yeah. work? How do they know? <laughs> and how, how do they know to stop? How do they? How, what's stopping them from just biting his hand off? And Your the worst
1: moment of this movie is towards the end when the characters are interacting and Chris Pratt gets paired off with Sam Neill. You have yeah. Sam Neill sticking out his hand on the raptor. <laughs> no, and they're just dying. Remember, remember there's the a track. shot
0: where all f- the, the yeah, kid... Yeah. Him and Sam Neill, yeah, yeah. or Chris Pratt and Sam Neill, were all it's reaching like his, out their hands. And this triumphant music yeah. is playing. And you're like, what the, the like, what the guy. hell am I watching? That's the that's the moment. I mean, that's not the only moment I said that. I mean, the locust was also a big thing that we still haven't talked about. You know? There's we're not like, even much to talk The locusts, like I said, are eating shit. But it's like, still like, what the hell is going on? You know, because this is a Jurassic Park movie. You're expecting dinosaurs, not ancient locusts that are huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then there's... I mean, what, they,
1: what else is stupid? Oh, the freaking leader of this engine company. Yeah. They basically steal the death of uh, freaking Wayne Knight's character from the original. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, with
0: the, sh- the shaving crew. That's what we were his... talking about. Uh, I, God, I, I don't remember was... the
1: characters. But, like, beat for beat, they steal it. He's stealing the dinosaur jeans in a yep. shaving can yep. to get off the island so he can make more shit. And then... All of a sudden, the, the freaking the, the,
0: like, lizard-looking di- things, yes. things are like... I don't even the know. The things that rattle.
1: Yeah. Those yeah. dinosaurs, it starts with a D. I don't want to butcher yeah. the name, but they kill him yep. in the same way spitting acid as he's trying to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so ridiculous. And it, the guy who plays the engine leader is this character actor I've seen another other shit, and he's usually good. I don't even know his name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel bad. Oh. I watched this movie, like, last month. So, I am, forgive me for not remembering the minute details of Jurassic World and who was in it. Um, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because the movie
0: was really bad. bad.
1: The movie it's was bad. and The only good part of this movie, and why I'd say it's worth watching if you're curious. There was one good
0: scene. There is scene.
1: one good sequence. But you could probably look that on, up online. I mean, probably half look of it is in the
0: trailer. The Malta <laughs>
1: sequence, all of it, with them in the underground of Malta. Yeah. And then, you stop in this like Dino Arms deal, yeah, and then like the chase that goes through the city with those dinosaurs and, and the motorcycle. The chase motorcycle chase is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that was all really good. Really good. Like I, those like those ten minutes were fun as hell. But the rest of it, throw it in the garbage. No, man. Yeah. Um, that's, Jeff that's Goldblum odd. tries his best out of the actors. If I'm gonna shout anyone out, and he mostly succeeds, um, but... The original actors themselves weren't... They do a good job, um, but like I said, the material they were given is horrible. The locusts, the locust shit. Such a bad plot. Such a bad plot. Oh my god, it's not even a Jurassic World movie if the freaking central creatures are locusts. You got dinosaurs at the end of it, like the last 15 minutes, but by that point you're like checked out because you're like, most of this was just locusts besides that multitude chase, and then there's the ice sequence. That one wasn't as good, in my opinion. It wasn't that good. Um,
0: It really wasn't that good. But oh, uh,
1: yes. man, I, I think I'm done talking
0: about this one. Uh, I give this one uh, a. <laughs> you have anything else to say about this one? Uh, no. Just know that uh, the T-Rex fights another dinosaur at the two-hour mark or something like that, close to the end of the movie. Oh, and they no, do no, the no, pr- might, they do free. the thing
1: where he silhouettes behind a fountain
0: and it looks like the Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that shit. Uh, yeah, but like, there, if you're expecting dinosaurs to fight other dinosaurs in this movie. You get five minutes of it. You get five minutes of it. Yeah, all right? it. Don't, don't watch this. If you, if and then the you, t- t-rex, T-Rex gets walloped again. Hey, I guess, well, it, you know, you, <laughs> if, you've seen, if you've seen Godzilla versus King Kong, the same shit happens. The <laughs> same exact shit happens at the very end. Does it not? Yes. Yeah, we're like, one guy, One of the or, 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 I can't remember who got beat up. Was it King Kong who got beat up? Yeah. It, yeah, he got beat up. Okay, imagine. The T-Rex gets beat the hell up, all right? And then he's defeated. But then this other... hey.
1: And then this other uh, dinosaur, uh, freaking Godzilla and King Kong, then have to team up because Mecha Godzilla yeah, shows up. Yeah, exactly. A common enemy for some reason, but it's not
0: done well in this
1: movie. Because yeah, it's like this dinosaur with these sharp claws, yeah. and it's just set it's up just once just, before, <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, it just shows up. And but then Jurassic it, yeah. World did it better with the Raptor Blue helping the dinosaur. Jurassic World uh, helping the T Rex. Jurassic
0: World is so much better. It's like. It's crazy that this isn't the same series. It's like crazy, thinking, it's the yeah, same director as well. Yeah, that's I'm not sure if he wrote that one. Maybe that's the difference that's here. Pr- it might be that might difference. be the difference. I just think that maybe the scope of the first movie was like smaller and like the idea was simpler. It's just it's dinosaurs like, breaking out of a in an amusement park. But then not you know not even I mean? that.
1: It's like the it's what everyone wanted to see since nineteen ninety three. What if yeah. the park actually opened what would happen if the yeah went yeah wrong. Okay, yeah exactly like that's, that's i think what caught everyone's attention yep. and what i loved about it it's like you know it's a unique concept that actually made sense like yeah and it, it, it's not as good you as the first screwing. one yeah. not even close but it's interesting and fun it's like f- a fun summer blockbuster for sure um for sure. it's not the greatest movie but like it's, it's entertaining it's very entertaining and it makes logical that, sense that's
0: mindless fun if you want to it's watch my a movie? that is mindless fun watch the first one Fresh, no, the first jurassic yeah, World, yeah do not watch these these other two movies that came fallen out. kingdom both, and dominion do both, not both you know. are uh, 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 oh. Atrocious, they things. have their Sports. moments,
1: but they're not good overall. Yeah. I give this one a four and a half out of ten.
0: I don't know, man. I, I might give this one a three or something like I, I don't blame it. Uh, three and a half. I'll give it three okay. and a half. I'll be, I'll be generous, All right? And <laughs>
1: then the last thing we're going to review here, um, real briefly. Thor, Love and Thunder, which yes, just
0: came out. it did. Uh, so we'll, not, we'll try not to spoil We will much. not spoil this one. Yeah. It's kind of hard not to, though. Yeah, like, that's why it's going to be a brief review, yeah. I think. Cause,
1: yeah. yeah. This is a movie that's very easy to spoil because, frankly, there isn't much that happens plot-wise in this movie. Yep. But, yep. Um, i did i was disappointed in this one ruben was disappointed
0: yeah. he walked out disappointed and i was honestly surprised because i enjoyed the hell out of the movie you know
1: thinking about it more over the last couple of days i think my big issue with it i think
0: was the christian bill it's no. i think
1: it's that it's the pacing's off i think you think the pacing? i off? think it's so this movie's like a little under two hours i think it's like an hour the pacing 58. goes
0: off in that one the the scene that i'm talking, in omnipotent city. Uh, this is not It's yeah, yeah. not a spoiler, necessarily. Because as, it's in the as trailer. As long as I just, you know, say the setting and don't say what happens in the setting. Well, yeah, but the, the setting's but in yeah. the trailer. It's, it's like with Zeus yeah. it's where with Zeus and all the other gods hang out. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, I definitely think the pacing was off there. Was like, something else could have happened there. We, we've talked about it before. Like, someone could have showed up. You know, wink, wink, Christian Bale. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Christian Bale plays the hell out of the character, but I feel Like they didn't use him enough. He, no, they didn't. he kills one god on screen, yep, and he's the god book, yep. Like, and that kind of annoyed me. Well, then you see, it, like, I feel like if you well, would have seen see, him on screen doing it a couple more times, it yeah. would have raised the stakes a bit more. But then you see the, the found
0: footage, you know what I mean? Like, they, exactly, they, they, they,
1: you know they show mean? the aftermath, but I'm a little not to give it all away, but like, I, I think. Later on, you would feel like the sense of dread more. Yeah. Even though when they're on the Shadow Planet, which is probably my favorite sequence in the entire movie. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, when they're on that Shadow Planet, the action planet. was so good. Oh, the action too. was so good. Yeah. And it was like unique visual style, I think, um, compared to the rest of the movie. Uh, but I think once you, if you show a couple more things, like he kills a couple more gods mm-hmm. on screen, when you reach that point, you're gonna feel more dread for the characters yeah. there, um, because it's basically. I know people say uh show don't tell all the time and this mm-hmm. is literally an in, like uh, instance of that. They're basically telling you oh my god this guy's a big threat blah 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 but yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, really you, 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 you never see that, really you
0: never see that. You never
1: see like yeah. he's he does a couple things um, but he doesn't do what you expect him to do which is like kill gods. Yeah yeah.
0: Which <laughs> you just see like bodies of the gods like the one like one... The, the aftermath. The, the, the aftermath. aftermath. Yeah, it's yeah. That's literally it. it's it is it's not yeah yeah. It's it's just telling. It's not showing, necessarily. Okay,
1: other things that I did not like. The Guardians weren't in this enough, but I guess we're getting more Guardians later this year with the holiday special, next year with Volume 3. So I'm not going to complain too much there. I just feel like they could have... Been in the movie like a little bit yeah. more. I feel like that was was you know, that
0: a Taika decision? You think or I think Taika. So at the I end of game Thor goes off yeah. with the
1: guardian So whoever, I don't think James Gunn and Taika Waititi wanted to deal with like a team yeah. up. Yeah. So I think either one, whoever went first, was just going to get rid of him real quick. <laughs> so if like Volume Three would have come out as originally planned first, I think they probably would have gotten rid of Thor in like fifteen minutes as well. Damn. Yeah. Um, but I just think the pacing of it was off. Um, some of the jokes. They feel a little out of character. Like Peter Quill felt a little out of character yeah, to did, me he when he was talking. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I think it's Taika's writing. Like he yeah. didn't feel like the he same. Did. He didn't he feel, feel like, like Peter Quill. Yeah, he
0: did. Like especially when he was talking to Thor, like before, uh, like about they, how, they split ways, they part ways. Yeah, like
1: but how yeah. he's he dealt with losing Gamora. I mean, I feel like the sentiment was correct, and he would express that sentiment. But it was like, but the way he said like it, it's like too comedic too he's a comedic like... character but i feel like he'd be a little more oh,
0: serious yeah, in, that yeah. moment. in that moment talking just about based, that i mean just based yeah. off how
1: james gunn has written that character yeah. um i think uh, yeah, I I, yeah uh, I I don't think taika really got these characters that well it felt like a little yeah fan sir i'd yeah,
0: say yeah, a yeah. little bit yeah, and yeah. i hate using that yeah, term yeah.
1: but it felt that way mm. um And then uh, I think Loki actually felt absent in this, now that I've thought about it. I think part of the reason this doesn't work is... The first three Thor movies had that Thor Loki dynamic, and I feel yeah. like that probably, maybe it was pretty integral to the movies, and we didn't I realize mean, uh,
0: Loki. I mean, Tom Hiddleston, and Colin and, Hiddleston's oh, a goddamn great yeah, actor. It's a great actor. Um, I mean, we saw more of his chops in like the Loki show. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, that so first good. episode, especially exactly. of that Loki show, when he's like, like the full potential of the character was in that show. Not only, well, not I wouldn't just say in the show, but you could also see that in like uh, the Avengers movie. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what well, well, yeah, Endgame. Uh, was he in Infinity War? I don't, can't remember if you no, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he was. No, yeah, yeah, Loki. It, yeah, Loki. The yeah. first five minutes. First five minutes. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but like all those, all those scenes. I mean, like he he did well with what he had. Yeah. you know, he worked well with what he what he had and what he was given. So like he's a hell of an actor, and I understand if there was a little bit of a vacancy because of his.
1: But Natalie Portman was great. Absolutely, her and Christian Bale, best part of the movie. What yeah. they do with Jane Foster, oh, 100%. really worked oh, yes. for me. Yes, pulled right out of the comics. It was so. So funny. if you know the was, comics, you probably know where this yeah. is going. I didn't. Know, I won't give it, it, it away. Was, I
0: didn't know it was from the comics. I thought it was like something. So it's to, it's yeah, recent yeah. comics. Yeah, it
1: came out. Jane Foster Thor came after. The first movie came out. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Oh, so like in after the first Thor movie came out in 2011,
1: like it it was in the 2010s that they did it. Okay. Wow. Early. So it's really recent comic. We're getting really close to like running out of comic road. I think (laughs) here. Damn. They might have to do original stories at some point here. Ooh. Oh Um, God. But uh, yeah, I think. But like I said, I think the pacing disservice it a bit. Like it works, but I feel like I there's a version of this movie. Where the ending with Jane Foster and Thor makes me cry, I think. There's yeah. a version of this movie where that happens. And I think that was undercut by the pacing. And I think some of the jokes just don't land. There's a gag. The, there's a couple running gags in the movie. Some of them work. Some of them don't I, for me. I I totally agree. <laughs> um, the hammer. Uh, freaking love triangle. I love yeah. that. That one made me laugh every single time it happened. Yep. But then like the screaming goats get kind of annoying after a while um and it's that it, and, and know, then the, the there's a couple times i laugh yeah with it there's a part where they like run into something and, and that, that i laughed that at it hilarious. again because yeah. that was hilarious yeah. um but i don't know it just felt they, weird they, they
0: overused it for sure they did overuse cool, yeah.
1: it i i i i feel like in ragnarok which i love it might be yeah. one of my favorite mcu movies probably in my top Five, mm. um, maybe top three quite honestly Ragnarok I think what that movie did better was balance the stakes with the comedy a little better even though in moments it did become overwhelming in Ragnarok as well there's that part um, I mean, Ragnarok, where Thurder blows up Asgard, and you still got Korg making jokes. Yeah. Um. That, but the issue here is that's the entire movie because Korg is with them the entire
0: movie the, the, the making is, these jokes. Taika, Taika doesn't know when to stop. I feel like he I, he wrote the. I feel like he wrote. He had a lot to do with this character and like what he said in the movie, obviously, because he was the one. saying oh, the Korg, shit. Yeah. But like, yeah, come on. I mean, like, I feel like he he thinks Korg is way funnier than he actually is. Which is <laughs> And I think uh, like what that I'm looking be at offensive review- Taika. But yes, yeah. that that is the truth.
1: Looking at other reviewers, what they're talking about is um basically it feels like studio comedy rather than a freaking superhero movie. Yeah. It's literally like and if you read what they how they filmed this thing, it was basically improv. They were all improving on set. There wasn't really that big adherence to the script and I think that might have been the issue that with it. was the issue. Yeah. Um, cause then you need to have the solid beats baked into it, and then build the humor around it. Or else you're making what like Anchorman. I <laughs> 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 I just didn't feel I didn't feel the stakes. I think that's one of the big things as well. Um, and I think that's partially because of the humor, partially because of the pacing. But I didn't feel the emotions that they wanted me to feel until the last. Five minutes, mm. five ten minutes of the movie um, when Gore reaches his destination mm. without spoiling it, obviously. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about when yep. they reach that uh that entity, um yeah. that last yeah, part yeah, of the movie yeah. that yep. really worked for In, me. And then really the work. last scene itself yep. really worked for me as well. And where they leave Thor off, I think, is very interesting. Yep. Um, but I feel like this is a case where. Um, there's a good movie in here somewhere and I can see that. And I, mean, I think that's it, why it's it, more
0: it's frustrating. It's a good movie. I I think there's I a great it. movie somewhere. There we go. That, is it's a, a yeah. I think it's a good
1: movie. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't dislike this yeah. movie. I, I found it entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it again. Exactly. But I think, yeah, there's a great movie in here yeah. somewhere. That's probably the right way of phrasing it. There's a great movie in here somewhere and I think my frustration with this movie is that I can see that because I can see, oh, you have all these ingredients. You have this great Jane Foster storyline that's better than what they did with her in the first two Thor movies. And you have a powerhouse actress like Natalie Portman playing yep. that character. Yep. You have Christian Bale playing the villain, giving it his all, actually creeping me out in some sequences. Um, so good. You I have Chris Hemsworth, who's love, a great absolutely. comedian, but I feel like some people have said it. I kind of agree. Thor's too stupid now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. In some moments, in some in moments, some moments like, I think so. like
1: he's gone. He's gone from like naive to stupid. The,
0: the shit, like the, <laughs> the shit. From the, the, I, I think I, I just I was remembering one of the scenes. just, yeah. Like now, like as we were talking, and one of the, the the scenes that pissed me off the most is like when all the children get kidnapped and there's like that town meeting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like he goes up and has that like big speech or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm just like. Dude, what the freak are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, he's he's just like he's he's, he's wacky. He's talking nonsense. And then after that, he freaking blows a hole in the roof randomly. He uses <laughs> the bifrost of the the, in the building in the
1: building, which he never would have yeah, done exactly. in like the past
0: exactly. <laughs> Like it, or, and then there's also... And it's just kind of effect. Like, and you're just like, that, that's stupid. That's not That's not and what. There's also this do. moment
1: that I remember where he's trying to encourage these kids who are going through a hardship and he's doing such a bad job. The kids are just like, just leave, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
0: I'm
1: like, damn. I'm like, this isn't even the same character not, at this point. Not. You go back and watch a clip from Thor in like 2015, even Age of Ultron, going back not that far. Because mm-hmm. hell... Don't even compare it to 2011, Thor. That's, like, a completely different character. But, like, even going back to Age of Ultron, hell, Infinity War, it's still a little different. I liked where they had a good balance going, I think. They had... A humorous Thor, but still feeling, like, the weight of, like, his loss, I feel. Yeah, They had that good balance within those movies, Ragnarok, Infinity War, Endgame. He had a depth to his character. And he was using the humor to cope. Exactly. So it made sense. There was a character reason for why he was becoming more humorous. He was like just trying to cope with all the losses he was facing, and then here it just feels like he's stupid.
0: And that's that's. <laughs> that's uh, I think I think that that you know all this is like, I think it's, Taika wasn't like he didn't have a foundation like a story that was like more like I, I mean the story itself is like... he yes, had a
1: foundation but like he had. He had general beats, but I don't think he like. I, he went too far with the
0: jokes. I yes. think it's a yes, thing. Yes, he did. He didn't know when to stop, and and I think that hurt the movie a bit. It's yeah. like not knowing when to stop. There not knowing when to like be serious, because it just felt like he was throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks.
1: Because so. in the, in Ragnarok, you have that really moving sequence with Odin. Yep. That's serious with him, Thor, and Loki.
0: And there's not and like that's... an ounce of. And that there, and there's like, scene.
1: like there's no comedy yeah. in that scene, you know. Um, and Hela, like, when you're facing Hela, there isn't that much humor, yeah. because she's just, like, this impending force. Um, same thing with Christian Bale, but like I said, I feel like Hela was used it, better. Maybe, may
0: like, Taika gave it his all in that movie, because of where it was situated with the rest of the MCU, and, like, you know, it was before...
1: Taika still had something to prove with Ragnarok, yeah. and I'm
0: not trying to... Dump, I'm not, yeah. Tyka is a
1: great, yeah, great yeah, I, creative I, I, mind. But I'm saying, like, like I was really he had a lot of liberty this in
0: this movie, because there's not a... A, like a well, direction he, he had a box office hit for yeah. Marvel
1: and he had an Oscar. Yep, so they probably gave him more leeway. Yep, and maybe he became a little complacent. I, I hate think, saying I, it, I, I, but I, I think it, partially, it might, it partially, might partially yeah. be
0: uh, what happened here. Yep. Um, that's why I'm saying it. That's the only reason I'm saying it. I
1: want to rewatch this one before rating it, but I'd say to give a rate, I'd say between a six and a seven is where I'm at yeah. with this one. Um, I'm, I'll watch it one more time before coming up with a definitive See. rating. Where, where are you at?
0: I I'd give it an eight out of ten. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I know you liked it more. I really like. I, I I really yeah. like. I, I, really <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the the visuals, the fighting, and stuff like that. Yeah. The the dynamic between the characters and stuff like yeah, between the main characters more. Right. Than I like. Yeah. I think I think they developed uh like especially Jane Foster's and Thor's relationship with each other. Um, all that stuff was like really well done. And uh, as I, I can't move on to the next thing without gushing over again, the motive of the motives behind the, the villain in this movie. you know what I mean? I can't. Oh my God, yeah. I, I always I'm always gushing like about that. like I, I, was, I said it like three or four times in the movie because I just love what they did with it because it's just like you know, uh, I feel like you know, I almost relate to it in a sense, you know because like the guy, you know, he's like literally, to set up his character not to spoil too much but he's like crying out to a divine being you know to save someone who he loves uh, i'm not going to say who it is because it's in the opening you're going to f- see that if you see the movie you'll you, you know should exactly. see the movie should, i'd you should, say if you should see the movie yeah. it's, it's 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 good it's, 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 it's so, entertaining it's entertaining exactly least, yeah. and so like he's like crying out and then like he comes face to face finally with this this god that he's been praying to like these Oh, like over his whole life and like he realizes that he's not he's not exactly who he wanted him to be or something like that or like he's he's not like he's not loving he's not like he doesn't care about his people as much and so he takes matters into his own hands and and like he, he does something and you sympathize with that because like at times I feel like in, in human experience obviously this is getting more philosophical but yeah in, in human experience you you feel at times that like you know, you know the the uh, God may not be loving or something like that, and you have it's, to take matters. That, like you empathize with that feeling. You I empathize love, with I that love feeling. it,
1: but I feel like they didn't explore it enough. Yeah, and that was one of my issues with the character. But I, its I, a very interesting yeah. conversation about theism, yeah, and like what it means to believe in a higher power exactly. and what all the complications there. And
0: if the um, higher power, because there's a lot of like, like, the like
1: Le- what Lex Luthor said in BVS. There's, a,
0: there's like two. Th- I mean, one is like belief, yes. like the belief in the higher power yourself. But if the higher power does exist, is also why like, these bad things happen. Yeah, why the bad things happen and understanding if like he's actually good which is like i love that they explored that part in, in the the opening explores that per, like you know what i mean like it, it i think it showcases be all powerful exactly, and all good. good all powerful and exactly. all, all
1: these bad things are happening yeah, it's, like it's, BBS, like i said lex luthor they explored this a bit but i feel like this movie could have explored that to a more profound level, and I, mm. I'm, I'm curious if the original comic run with this character Gore yeah. explored that. I might go back and read I, it. I might
0: actually read that. Um, it's, inter- it's
1: interesting. It's an it's interesting, interesting conundrum, but I, like I said, like beyond these first like yeah. sequence in the movie the open the cold open of the movie I don't think like they explored that Christian Bale's character I yeah, think they, they just
0: thought it was so good I feel like that it could carry itself for like way too long or maybe there's or, scenes that
1: they deleted that they there, explored I, as,
0: like you said like, like you mentioned or I think you did right like something about like a scene with uh, the the. so in the an interview in the interview what? they the
1: said they the deleted Infinity scenes War. with Jeff Goldblum's yeah. Grandmaster and Peter Dinklage Peter and, Dinklage's, and, Dinklage's, and that Dinklage, might be yeah. because he killed the characters in those scenes yeah. but I feel like maybe Maybe it would have helped this character sure. establish him like, more of a threat. Yep. Um, and then I think there was a scene with the lady from Game of Thrones, uh, Lena he- 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 uh who plays Cersei on uh, Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah. Uh, she had a scene in his that was deleted as well. I don't know who she played, but maybe Gore killed her as well. Damn. Um, but, I, yeah, like I said, it's good, but it feels like a missed opportunity.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, so I, I think they set it up. They, the premise is very good and carries yes. itself for a long time within the movie. I think there's definitely things that they could have changed, like uh, how the characters find out. That he wants the Bifrost is one of my biggest complaints. Because this it's man, man is just like yeah. a he's like an effing like Dr. Doofenshmirtz villain, like at this point. Because like he has <laughs> his plan written on a whiteboard or some piece of paper in his lair. You know what I mean? And they just happen to stumble upon it and then they know that, oh yeah, he wants the buy bifrost, and then like Jane throws uh, out, the, yeah, uh, yeah. out the window or something out so yeah, yeah. of a hole in the roof of the thing. Yeah. You know, like, I thought that was stupid. Because like I was it comes out of nowhere. It does come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like they, they didn't set that up properly, and uh, I, I do agree with you on that. So, like, there's definitely missed opportunities. All right, and that is it for this episode. That's it. Um, That's it, guys. Of
1: quasi Q. I, I hope
0: I hope you enjoy essentials. Uh, you know, two thirds of Q yeah um, exactly yeah quasi cube. I, I love that I love uh that. we
1: will be back probably later this month there's more stuff coming out i still want to talk about the boys at some point that show yeah. is dope even
0: though i haven't watched i don't know if jonathan's watched i it have much, jonathan don't jonathan hasn't watched it either. okay you gotta have that you have to have jonathan watch that i think for sure. i
1: yeah i think jonathan would love the boys, the or, boys is it, great. or
0: we could invite our first guest that's also another option. I don't know. We could,
1: we could find a guest finally. Exactly. Um, We've been
0: trying to uh, find a guest for a while. They all
1: keep, yeah. They're busy. They're busy. They're busy people. Busy. Just busy like, people. like Um And you know, don't Ma- care about this podcast. Dad. No, no, no. They do. They do care. <laughs> That's probably it. Um, and then you know, Marvel has their Comic Con uh, panel in a couple of weeks, and we'll.
0: Probably talk about that and the direction the MCU is heading in and what we think about it. It'll be very interesting. Hoping to see the Avengers, uh, you know, headline. Avengers five. Avengers five. I, I think we need it at this point. With a, with a new, uh, you know, slew of a direction. I need a direction for we, the yeah, MCU. There, yeah. It feels
1: rudderless right now. It
0: does. It, there's a lot of branches. Uh, every movie has like two different cutscenes setting another movie up, and uh, none of the uh, none of the the, the cutscenes. Or like the not the cutscenes, the end credit scenes connect. It seems like so. It feels like each end credit
1: scene is just setting something up, and you got like 20 different things going on. Yeah, right now. yeah. It's, a, it's um, a lot. It's a it's lot. It's a lot. And, it's a lot.
0: And we've been getting, we've been getting and consuming a lot of Marvel media, and I'm worried. That We're, everyone's of, gonna get burnt out at yeah, some point exactly. if they keep
1: at this pace with all so the shows and the So They got,
0: they got to cut down, excise a little bit uh, from their their plans. Maybe the they, very, uh,
1: uh, like, or at the very set up the direction for the audience even if it's like three different things you're building to at least make it clear we're building the a multiverse thing a thunderbolts movie and a new avengers and blah 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 and that's it like just say that um but jacob yeah sign us off
0: so uh um uh i i have nothing to say really um thank you for listening i appreciate you i love you
1: and uh please write to the new prime minister of the uk please, jonathan yeah, he really will appreciate and, and, and your and fan ask mail. him
0: ask him to make some time to be on this podcast again because yes. he's going to be busy he's with going to be busy trying the, to undo <laughs> brexit you know yeah, that's his yeah, big all, that's his big agenda all these different policies in, in britain he's going to have to uh fix you know a lot of a lot of different stuff he's gonna to have to do it's gonna it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a lot but he's but if you write letters to him he will be on the next podcast. Do not, do not doubt that for sure. All right, all right. Uh, love Peace. you guys. Peace.